0: Welcome to She Breeds, where the goal of every podcast episode is to inspire and empower women to up-level and lean in to the best versions of themselves. I hope you enjoy. It's hard to believe we are nearing the end of January. Oh my goodness. Um, it's, for me, it's been a very topsy-turvy month with Starting the podcast late December and coming down from the holidays and planning the boys' birthdays and then Brooks getting really sick in the middle of all of that and super busy with basketball for all the kids and so yeah, it's been a busy month, but I'm grateful. And my theme for January focused on motivating and encouraging you to continue searching or begin searching for the best version of yourself. And I mentioned before that I'm uh, listening to this book called Discovering Your Dharma. And a dharma dharma is basically your life's purpose. Like the reason that we are here on earth in this body with the soul. You know, what are we here to do? And so with this podcast, I just, I want to connect with women. And I want to make sure that you all feel inspired and empowered to do that and to keep searching. And if you are, if, if you feel like you're on your way and you're, you know in you' and you're feeling it and you're getting to that place, keep going like keep going even if you hit some roadblocks along the way, redirect, realign, and keep going. If you're really struggling right now and you are just at a place where you feel like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm feeling really lost and scattered, just do the one thing just do the next thing that feels right and a small actionable step will feel amazing, especially if you're in that place where you just don't know what you're supposed to be doing. And one thing I've learned is if you're not sure where you're supposed to be going you know, career-wise or relationship-wise, you can always work on your health. So that's where a lot of people begin. If they don't know, if they're just scattered in a lot of ways, then you can start by working on your health. Improve your eating, get outside and walk, get some sunshine, just do some small, just have some small change in action surrounding your health. So to continue along the theme for January, today i'm going to talk about manifestation i had so much fun researching and preparing for this episode and i think you'll have a lot of fun listening to it um now before you click off because you think manifestation is some weird woo-woo thing i want you to give me a chance because i too perhaps used to think that way about manifesting until i really dug into the topic and started learning more about it and once you learn about it you'll see that it's not really any different than how we're living now but it's just all about making some subtle energy shifts, and just making some small changes in mindset and things like that that aren't even that challenging, and it will guide you into a much better, clearer, you know, line of direction for your life, and so, yeah, I recently finished this 21-day manifesting challenge with Gabby Bernstein, and it was so great that I ended up joining her year-long miracle membership, which is le- cost less than a 90-minute massage, so I felt like it was worth it and it is tons of manifesting challenges, and coaching sessions, and encouragement, and advice, and meditations, um, et cetera. And so, I'm super excited about it. Every morning during my quiet time in the morning, I do a little bit, a piece of the miracle membership, and it's just, it is a great way to kind of get aligned with your day and set some intentions. And whatnot. Um, so, the whole concept of manifestation and law of attraction only came into my realm in 2022, which I find completely bizarre because it's a pretty old philosophy and it has definitely been a hot topic since the 2006 uh, book The Secret came out. It's a very interesting. Uh, so, instead of reading the book, Matthew, my boyfriend, and I watched the movie, and it is a kind of a little bit of a bizarre movie. Um, but even though since then a lot of people have You know, said that maybe it was. It's it's a little fantastical way to describe manifesting and law of attraction, but whatever. It definitely got the ball rolling and it got people talking about law of attraction. And it it it. So that was in 2006. But I just somehow stumbled upon the topic um, relatively recently. So I guess you know, I was just in la la land trying to deal with everyday stressors. I mean. You know, I was trying to deal with the passing of my mom and a divorce and managing single motherhood and moving twice, starting new jobs, starting a new relationship, lending families. So I was kind of busy and I didn't have a lot of time to, you know, sit down with my hot tea and manifest. And this is something I'm, I'm going to actually focus on at the end, but I'll touch on it now because it's related. Before you can get to a place, a calm place where manifesting feels possible, you need to get to a baseline level of safety and security. Meaning if you um, are feeling unsafe or insecure in any kind of way within your life, you know, get the help that you need before you try to manifest your way out of that because that turmoil is just really hard. It's really hard to even function in that kind of place with the, with the stress that that causes. So I would encourage you that if you're battling something really hard right now in life to work on getting your emotions stabilized and do some healing work before you dive into manifesting because manifesting is so supposed to be super fun and ooh, it's so fun. I mean, I don't know because I'm still like in the middle of learning how to do it, but I can feel it already, can feel some shifts and um, I think you will too if you you follow along with some of the things we talk about today. So you may be wondering what exactly is manifestation, which I'm sure a lot of you know, but if not, I was going to give you a few definitions. So uh, Charlotte Kirsten, a trauma psychotherapist, she describes manifestation as the belief that you can intentionally create your own reality through beliefs or patterned actions. Another definition is that manifestation is the idea that a person can actualize their desires by using the power of some subconscious beliefs. And there are numerous entities that purport this to be a real ability that we possess as human beings. So again, it's not some magical weird thing. It's more of like increasing your vibe, increasing your frequency, taking patterned actions, intentional actions, and then knowing that you're worth it. That's a lot about, that's a lot of this is knowing that you're worth it and allowing it to come into your life. A lot of the reasons that some people manifest negativity over and over again is because they're subconsciously allowing that into their life. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, So last year I ended up listening to a ton of podcasts and audible books and webinars and Ted talks on law of attraction and manifestation. And I became really intrigued with the topics and simply put, we can manifest things into our lives through a series of steps and you know, loosely loose, a series of loose steps. But the whole concept of ask, believe, receive is synonymous with the law of attraction. And it's not a whimsical thing that only happens in fantasy novels. So, The thing about manifesting is it's co-creating with the universe. So the universe is willing to have our backs. The universe, God, is willing to have our back. But we have to put in some little work. So it's more about co-creating with the universe, not just waiting around on something magical to happen, you know? You can't be like, oh, I hope the love of my life, you know, I hope I meet the love of my life. And then you never leave your house or you never smile or you never, you know, enjoy social interactions that may put you in a place where you may meet the love of your life so there's a little bit of co-creating here um same goes with a job that you really want or a house that you really want you know you have to take a little action to kind of put yourself set yourself up into the situation where the universe can give you what you want um so various resources offer steps to manifesting and like so there, they kind of vary slightly but basically i did some research and after listening to gabby's 21 day manifesting challenge I condensed these steps into five um, clear manifesting steps and that is what we are going to talk about today so here in a second I'm going to go through the five basic principles of manifesting and just so you can make more of an emotional connection to these steps I want you to think of something that you actually want to manifest into your life this could be a dream job it could be a new relationship it could be a trip that you want to take with your family it could be more money and abundance Perhaps it's a new house or a car or an encounter with an old friend. And as I go through these steps, I want you to sort of think about this thing that you just thought about, this thing or person or situation that you're hoping to come into your life. If you put a little bit of emotional connection to these steps, they will seem more powerful and more real. All right, let's get into it. Number one, get clear on your desires. First thing when it comes to manifesting is you have to get crystal clear on what it is you want. If your goal is to have more abundance in your life, for example, you need to offer the universe a clear desire such as, I will make $4,000 next month or I will pay off all credit card debt by the end of April, 2023. The desires need to be specific so the universe can adequately respond. You can't just say, I wish I could do better with my money that is not clear enough for the universe. I mean, the universe may give you five more dollars tomorrow, but that's not really what you meant by saying you wish you could do better with your money. So anyway, get crystal clear on your intentions. I have a few examples of these, of some of 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 getting crystal clear on something I wanted in my life and then manifesting it. So during the early days of my divorce, I needed to find a new home for the boys and me. So my ex-husband was going to stay in the family home because his income was higher at the time and could afford the mortgage. And it was all just sticky and if you've ever dealt with a divorce you know it's the worst and there are so many unknowns and whichever person has to move out of the family home he or she obviously wants to find something great for the kids so that they can you know it's not another thing that they're having to struggle with and so in my mind I started envisioning the house I wanted and I knew I couldn't afford anything large but I wanted it to be cute and cozy that was kind of my thing because I didn't need a super huge house, and i didn't it's not that I wanted it to be really fancy. I just wanted it to be cute and cozy and I had a other a couple of other specifics. I wanted the kitchen and the living room to be one big space so when it was just so if I was cooking or if I was you know packing lunches or pepping lunches the night before and the boys were in the living room, we could all still be together so that was something I really wanted so even if it was small, I wanted the kitchen and living room to be one big open space. I wasn't too particular about bedrooms because the boys had been sharing a room up until then anyway, they just liked sharing a room, and at the time they were they were really young, so I was not really that particular about bedrooms at them you know at the least we needed two one for me, one for them, and that's so I said I need at least two bedrooms so having at least two bedrooms was something else I envisioned, and additional desires were I wanted to have a front porch and I wanted to be in a safe neighborhood, so that's what it was. Open floor plan, cute and cozy, front porch, safe neighborhood, within the same county, obviously, because I didn't want them to move schools or anything like that. Like, we had a a very full life in the county where we live. And a few weeks after I started having this vision, my boss called me into his office and showed me a listing that a local realtor had posted on Facebook. He knew I was looking for a house, so he was like, hey, look at this one, it's really cute. And it was a two-story cabin-style house in... um about maybe eight miles from the family home and maybe, you know, pretty close to their school. Um, it was, it, and they could stay at the same school and everything. And so it was really cute. So yeah, it was two story, kind of like a cabin and it had an open floor plan in the kitchen and living room, a beautiful stone fireplace and a front porch. It even had a carport, which is which was not something that I had, you know, initially asked for. But when you're manifesting another thing that The experts recommend is saying I want this or something better or I will have this will happen or something better. And so in doing that, so yeah, so I this house that I found was even better than what I had envisioned. I it had a carport, which was awesome because we we live in a place that can get pretty cold and snowy in the winters, and so it was pretty cool to have a carport because even though it wasn't like super warm, it prevented it my car from like frosting over or like we could get in the car in the drive, you know, in, in the dry instead of the wet, if it was raining and things like that. So that was like an additional perk. Um, So when my boss showed me that house that afternoon, I went and looked at the house and put an offer in on it the next morning and basically had the house within like a week, even though there were some competing offers, I got the house somehow. And it was like, you know, I wasn't into manifesting and all that. This was almost six years ago, but I, or yeah, about six years ago. So I wasn't really into manifesting at the time. But now that I look back on it, I totally manifested that house because I knew exactly what I wanted. I was taking action. I was visualizing it. I was attracted that house to me. And so once you start, you can probably look back on your own life and remember or recall things that you actually unknowingly manifested because you wanted it really badly, really badly. You envisioned it very clearly. And then it somehow came into your life. Well, that was because you manifested it. And so more recently, I wanted to manifest a podcast. So I have been wanting to start a podcast for a long time. So finally, instead of just being wishy-washy, like, oh, it would be so cool if I had a podcast. So last year, toward the end of the year, I said out loud to the universe, um, I will have a podcast before 2022 ends. I will have a podcast go live before 2022 ends. And I wrote that desire down in my journals. I stated it aloud. I knew the colors I wanted for my thumbnail. I knew what content I wanted. I even had a content calendar. I knew that I wanted the, the podcast to be for women with the goal of empowering them. And so now I have this podcast and in the, in the next steps, you'll kind of see how it's not just about kind of visualizing it and, Oh, it just magically happens. There are some other things you have to do. However, because remember we said that manifesting is co-creating, not just sitting around waiting for something to fall into your lap. But a final note on step number 1 is that your desires have to be backed by positive energy and emotions such as joy, abundance and happiness. If they are backed by negative energy stemming from revenge or bitterness or jealousy, then you're only going to manifest more negativity into your life, okay? So for instance, if you're trying to manifest a situation that's going to um, you know, like negatively compete with someone or get back at somebody or um, you know, Prove something wrong or prove someone wrong; those, those are just only going to attract more negativity, more negativity into your life. So again, when you're trying to manifest, in the with the goal of making your life more full, it needs to be backed with positive energy, such as love, joy, and abundance. Okay, so number two. So after you've gotten crystal clear on your desires, number two is to proclaim and visualize. So. When, when I say proclaim, I mean, you state it aloud to the universe. You can tell a few close friends and family, but only if it's people who build you up. Because remember, you only want positive energy surrounding your desires. So we all have those friends and family members who poo poo everything or think you're always a pessimist, glass half empty kind of people. Those may not be the people that you want to tell about your manifesting journey. Um, tell people who are positive and who are going to be like, yeah, you got this and make sure to hold you accountable and make sure to build you up when things are going well. Um, you know, it helps to to vocalize it to people, but again, make sure it's people who are actually going to be helpful in your journey. So once you proclaim it, then you are going to visualize, visualize how you would feel if you were already living your reality, your energy and your emotion, create your reality. So the energy and attention that you put into the universe will come back to you. So a simple way to visualize this desire is to simply close your eyes and imagine your life as if the experience was already happening. Okay, so I did this with both of my examples. I used to just, the divorce was so stressful and it's just so, and my mom had just passed away and I just wanted this cozy little house for me and the boy so we could just reset and we could just, regroup and everything. And so in my head, I just would imagine us in this little house and decorating it, making it feel safe and cozy. And, you know, the divorce wasn't traumatic or anything. It was just, it was what it was. And I just wanted to create, I wanted the boys to be happy in both homes, obviously. And so, you know, I was the one responsible for creating this new home. And I I just, I constantly was imagining what it would feel like in that new space. And I honestly think that that emotion helped manifest the house. Same thing with the podcast, I feel invigorated when I think about helping other women or or encouraging people to you know live the best version like live a life that's the best version of themselves. So when I would think about those feelings like empowerment and feeling boundless and you know excited and inspired, well, I think that those positive emotions will help manifest what it is I want to manifest. okay, so vision boards are also really popular but not required. I have an awesome vision board in my home office. And I've spent a lot of time creating it, and, and, and it's got all kinds of things on there. Quotes, pictures, words, song, song lyrics, lists, all kinds of things. Um, and the vision board itself, you know, isn't going to turn into some sort of like magical Ouija board, but it's a great way for you to get more specific on your desires. So it really makes you just really focus on what it is that you want and putting it out there and putting it up there and looking at it and having it an always right there in the mind's eye. If you're more of a writer and less of a visual person, journaling is another great strategy. So write in first person present tense as if the life you want is already happening. So regarding my podcast example, I would say things like, I'm the host of a female driven podcast that posts twice a week, as opposed to I want to be the host of a female driven podcast that posts twice a week. So you hear the difference? When you say I want it, it sort of sounds like, well, yeah, I want it, but it doesn't say to the universe that it's yours. And so it's a subtle shift, but it makes a big difference. Say it in the present tense. If it's if you're trying to manifest a new relationship, if you've been you know, alone or single for a long time and you're trying to manifest a new relationship, then you would say, I have someone in my life who gets me and knows me and I connect with, or whatever it is that that you're looking for. You say it as if it's already happened, not, man, it would be really cool if I had someone in my life who gets me and knows me and that I really connect with. And so, you you hear the difference there. Also, regarding journaling, the act of journaling not only sends more messages to the universe, but writing itself offloads stress and puts you in a relaxed flow state. So the goal is to make this a daily habit, whether you're visualizing or journaling, You know, make it a daily habit, make it work for you, and always keep the law of attraction at the top of mind. If you feel happy, joyful, content, then those are the emotions you're going to attract back to you. If you feel bitter, jealous, frustrated, irritated, those are the emotions you're going to attract back into your life, and no one wants that. So spend some quiet time every day meditating, praying, and imagining this life you're dreaming of. Number three, identify your limiting beliefs. This one can be tricky at first because our limiting beliefs are so ingrained within us. So limiting beliefs are beliefs about yourself or your situation that constantly drag you down into a lower lower vibration. This could be the voice in your head. It could be a, a longstanding belief about yourself that's simply untrue. Examples would be, I'm not good enough to get the job or promotion that I want, or I'll never find love. Or, who am I to make that much money? Um, Another one would be, it's going to take way too much work to get what I want. So, the first step is noticing and identifying what these limiting beliefs are. So, the first step is just kind of being curious. Just go about your day like normal. And every time you kind of have one of these limiting beliefs, just notice it. Okay? And so, to remove... And these become like total blocks to manifesting. Because when we ourselves don't believe that we're... Capable or good enough or strong enough or worthy enough to receive these things that we want then That's the emotion that we're putting out to the universe And it's simply not going to come to you or to me if we if that's how we're feeling about ourselves in the situation So to remove these blocks you create a counter belief And so it the counter belief is one that says the total opposite of your limiting belief And then every time you find yourself having the limiting belief you turn it around for instance if you hear your ego saying, "Who am I to make that much money?" Your higher self should offer a counter response such as, "There is plenty of money in this world and I deserve abundance. I will take care of my money and I will do good things with it." Because part of manifesting is also giving back, giving back in a good way, giving when you're ready, you know, when you know if you don't if you don't have money currently, you don't want to just give away all the money that you have, but when people live in a place of abundance, Part of honoring that abundance is to give back so that's way down the road um that's another kind of after step of manifesting but it is an important step um so yes um number three identify your limiting beliefs and work really hard to remove those blocks because until you remove those blocks it's going to be hard to have the good come into your life because they are like literal blocks they're invisible blocks that literal and invisible That are going to limit the whatever it is that you want to manifest from coming in okay so number four this one is exciting because you have a little bit of you have a little bit more of a not control over this one but it's more of like you can do something and sometimes i'm like the type of person that's like i just want to do something like i just want to do something to move this along more quickly or to get this going i'm like an action taker i like to take action okay so number four is apply action so this is one that's often forgotten or it's a step that's unrealized by people until they really get begin to learn about manifesting so even i at first when i heard manifesting i thought it was like oh i'm going to just imagine this thing happening and it's just going to happen but no 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 it takes action from you because like we said manifesting is a dance with the universe you're co-creating together so while yes, you need to trust in the universe. Once you put your desire out there, you also need to take intentional action to move your energy toward the goal or dream. So part of taking action is from step number two, the journaling and the med- and the journaling and the visualizing, those are action steps. So that is something that you are doing. So, you know, even if that's the only thing that you do for five to 10 minutes every day, that is an action step. And it's, it's recommended that you do your visualizing and journaling early in the morning before the outside world has stormed in. When your thoughts are clear and you're not, your mind's not racing about conversations you've had or things you need to do or something you need to follow up with, try to do it in the morning, five to ten minutes. You can find the time. Next, you need to take inspired action that will move you closer to your goal. So with me and the podcast example, this was... I started listening to other podcasts, lots of podcasts. I started not only listening for the content, but also just listening to how they edited it, how they put it together, how they used the music, what they said in the intro, um, how their thumbnails looked. I started just really noticing and being a learner um, and being really curious. I started thinking about what do I want to call my podcast? I started um, thinking about, you know, I was researching the podcast industry and researching all the platforms. I didn't realize there's like seven. I mean, I thought, okay, Spotify and Apple podcasts. Oh no, there's like eight or nine different podcast platforms. So I started just researching the industry. So all of these little things were actions that were taking me closer and closer to my goal of actually publishing the podcast. Similarly, if your goal is to manifest more money in your life or more abundance, an inspired action would be to respect the money you already have. Okay. Okay. I have done this as well. I guess I didn't even talk about this, but I, there was a time where I was just terrible with budgeting and I was just spending out of my means and I think I was trying to fill some kind of void in my life, but it was awful. Like I would just spend money and hope that it would be there or I would put stuff on credit cards and then it would take forever to pay them off and it was so uncomfortable. And as soon as I started, so this action that you can take if you want more abundance or money in your life is to respect and honor the money that you already have. And by doing that, you simply like it's it's small things like you simply create a budget and you stick to your budget or you you pay all your bills on time. If you owe someone money, you pay them so that those are examples of honoring the money that you have. And when you honor what you have, the universe will bring more of it into your life. And so I noticed this with me as I started paying off my credit cards and as I started to really look at my budget and say, OK, well, I don't have the money for that. I started making more money at work. It was it's really like a funny thing how this happens, because is it you know you would think that the reverse would, would, would be happening like okay well when I don't have any money why can't the universe give me money but then when I started honoring my money and respecting my, my money that I had the universe brought more money into my life so that's a, a good example of how this can work um, lastly but perhaps most importantly you must just surrender the outcome one reason we don't get what we want in life is because we try to control every outcome We attach ourselves to the outcome that we envision or the one that we want, instead of being open to the endless possibilities of the universe. So, um, this isn't that I don't. This I mean I I don't really have a personal example of this, but I mean I know of this happening. It probably has happened in my life, where if you're single and you really you know really want a partner, you start coming up with this person in your mind, like you, or you may even it may even be an actual person that you have a crush on, and you fixate on that person being the one that you want to be with instead of opening yourself up to the possibilities of the universe. So whether it's a relationship or a job, a job, same thing with a job, or a house, you fixate on a house that you want. And instead of saying to the the universe, I want this house or something better, you fixate on this one house. And when you don't get that, you get really upset because that was not the outcome that you wanted. So the point is this attachment to the outcome often makes us spiral into a vibration of fear and worry instead of one of trust and faith. And the universe takes notice of this. So you can even say something aloud such as, universe, I surrender the outcome to you and I trust that you have my highest good in mind. Number five, the final step to manifesting is to receive you must be patient and relaxed and know that the universe will deliver it may not be in the exact way you envisioned but if you have faith it will deliver during this stage you should also practice constant gratitude for the good you already have in your life so when you're in this phase of being patient and waiting for this situation person item thing to manifest just live in a state of gratitude because you already have so much good in your life, which I know gratitude is a word that gets overused. It's a hot topic. You know, be grateful, gratitude lists, gratitude journaling, but it's really not all that complicated. You just basically literally think of all the good you have in your life. Even if that's, you know, you know, health two healthy legs to go on a walk with your dog or sweet pets, you know, kids who make you laugh. I mean, A good cup of coffee or hot tea in the morning. You know, these are things that we take for granted each day that are in our lives that make our lives rich and full. So, as you're being patient, you know, be thankful. Send thank you cards to people. Text a friend to tell him or her thank you for what they bring into your life. Have your kids write thank you cards to people who mean something to them or who have made an impact on their lives. So also during this, this is also a good time to continue visualizing, continue journaling, and get more and more clear on your goals. As you're waiting and being patient, your goals can shift. You know, you can keep visualizing and getting it more and more clear about what it is that you want. At first, a lot of people are like, I don't know what I want to manifest. So if that's the case, that's okay. Just continue just basically free riding, doing some quiet time in the morning, and there's gotta be some aspect of your life, whether it's career, personal relationships, health and wellness, abundance, you know, finances, that you would like to expand or work on and maybe just pick one and begin to start visualizing how you would like for that aspect of your life to be going better. So that's it, my friends. Those are the five steps to manifesting. One, get clear on your desires. Two, proclaim and visualize. Three, identify your limiting beliefs. Four, take inspired action. And five, be patient and receive all the while being grateful. And inevitably, life will happen and things will get in the way along every step. When that happens, come back to center, do whatever it takes to increase your vibration, and just get back to a relaxed baseline state and kind of just keep cycling through the steps. And so back to what I mentioned at the beginning, work hard first to get your life to a baseline level of health and safety before diving into this process of manifesting. Or make your manifesting goals fit your life at the time. For instance, if you're in extreme debt and you can't even see above water when it comes to your money, perhaps manifest the payment of one bill. Maybe there's a utility bill that's due or there's a water bill that's overdue or something like that. Just manifest the payment of that one bill and even that one small success will empower you to do the next thing and then the next thing and over time, you will be able to get to a place where you can manifest these bigger, grander things. Um, I'm still learning about the process myself. I am certainly not an expert. I mean, I just, but you know, I can tell you with certainty that it feels much better to be focused on gratitude and vibration and energy and manifesting and spending time visualizing and journaling and meditating on the good I want to come into my life as opposed to spending all that same energy overthinking conversations, worrying about what's gonna happen in the future, stressing about things that are mostly out of my control. You know, it's like, whether you agree with manifesting as a practice or not, the things that you do during manifesting, being grateful, visualizing, meditating, all the things I just said, are so much better than than the things that we normally do, which is, like I said, stressing out about things, worrying, overthinking, et cetera. And so if at the least, replace one of those negative behaviors with a positive behavior and then just keep going until you start to feel a sense of high vibration in all areas of your life. So there's so much more I plan to explore and experiment with in terms of manifesting. And if there are manifestation gurus listening to this episode, they're probably shaking their heads of all the things that I forgot to tell you or that I missed. But we're all students, right? I love to learn. And this is certainly one of the most interesting and fun topics that I've learned about in a long time. So thank you for listening today and good luck on your unique manifesting journey. If you are enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. My goal is to share information and inspiration so that women feel seen, heard, and empowered. Also, if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please share. Lastly, if you have a topic or idea that you want to hear more about, or if you want me to expound upon a topic I've previously discussed, please let me know. Message me on any of my social media platforms or email at suzanna.shetley at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.